What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and The Shiznit. California, this is the Shiznit, and your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Weasel. Good day, Brank. <laughs> a good day, Charlie Bell. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> <laughs> they even play all four pieces <laughs> by himself. You know, he's like, I don't need nobody. I don't, yeah, I don't need. I just need. I just need a, a, a microphone <laughs> and these earphones. That's all I need. Man, so what up? What's good with you, bro? Oh man, I, I ain't got no internet, man. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, my, my my modem died. You know what? It used to be like I remember. It was like what what could you what would you rather do without what would harder what, to go without TV or the internet? But now it's the internet yeah. because yeah. you can get TV, TV through the internet, internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or entertainment. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now it's definitely the internet because yeah. it's it's entertainment and business and pleasure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, well, speaking you know. of pleasure, my sex life is ruined. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <I bet> it is. <laughs> It's like, I haven't seen my girlfriend since the internet went down. It's it's been a week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have to break out the OG VHS? (laughs) Oh, let's not get crazy. Nothing to play it on. (laughs) The OG DVD? Break out the the VHS and hold it up to the sunlight. (laughs) I was like like trying to remember how to use my imagination. (laughs) I was like... I, and I, it, you know, it's weird because, like, you know, now that now when I, I get horny, I got to do something really strange and go out and try and meet a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say go out and buy a magazine. <laughs> I know, like black tails. <laughs> you know, I still have some of those around if you need to borrow. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I, I got I an a, archive. I got a couple of. Go-tos. What are you doing with those? <laughs> That's Black History shit. 
What the fuck? What? No, 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 no. I am you know, not buying that. You know, I bought Mm-mm. my... Mm-mm. You're going to have to do better than that one, Black I, History. What the no, fuck? No, it's true. It's true. My, my, no, I just think it's hilarious. Like, my, it, like the old porn seems so quaint compared to the new porn. It, to mm. me, it's just like a... It's just crazy. It's so antiquated. Yeah, it's like, oh, look, she's just sewing... Ooh, volume two, uh, number 11. I remember that one. Look, there's only one penis and one <laughs> vagina. There's nothing in her ass. Oh, my God, this is quaint. You know? <laughs> like, uh, but I did, br- I did buy um, my, you know, my, my long-term guy. I bought him a, the Vanessa Del Rio like, coffee table book. Did you hear about that? No. No, I did not. So good. It was like the super big, like, large format artsy coffee table book Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you bought it you know it was a limited edition and when you bought it you um and it came with a dvd Mm -hmm. you you were entered in a contest to win finesse del rio yeah you could Mm -hmm. fuck her wow 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 that's very nice good girlfriend i know (laughs) it'd been better if you gave, gave it to him about 20 years ago but <laughs> well, he wasn't only, out then. You <laughs> can only do what you can do. Right, right. You <laughs> don't have a time machine. Exactly. I said it came with a DVD, not a time machine. Because <laughs> the last time I saw it was probably ten years ago, and I mean, you know, for her age, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I remember. I used to think she was uh, uh, the sister of the uh, of the Allen, the Allen. Yeah, the they. Allen sister. Yeah, she that they She's do kind of look favors, alike, uh, and there were rumors that that was the case. Felicia but, and uh, Debbie. Debbie yeah. Allen. Hmm. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> so Charlie Bell's got a a, a black tail collection. A, a black tail collection. Wow. Not a huge one. But <laughs> don't get crazy. You, you, you ain't like uh, Swaggy P. You don't have employees and shit to to, right. to mind it. Right. I don't have. You hear a, about that? I don't Swaggy have a P. Got archivist <laughs> in Tarzana. He has a a, a a like a warehouse. Or maybe it's not a warehouse, but he has some sort of structure. Mm-hmm. Where he maintains his shoe collection. Oh Lord! And two employees to That's to crazy. take care of his shoe Man, collection. Five years from now, we're gonna be hearing about that man being broke. <laughs> so you think, you think it's gonna take five years? <laughs> so I'm well, thinking. Well, yeah, his contract is up. Uh, yeah. yeah, Charlie Bell could probably get like a small corner of of his shoe his shoe uh, establishment and for her black tail collection, and the same guys could. You know, they can kind of watch over your collection and 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 read over it as they you know. Take care of Swaggy P's shoes. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. And plastic and like they got bags and boards. Yeah, they just need some plastic over those jammies. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I don't want them coming back. Damn oh, it. sticky. <laughs> this is the sticky icky. Ooh, wee. Sticky P. Ew. Ew. Uh, so, what's up no, with you, Jolly Bill? What's been up? You know, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, my pre- You know, watched the State of the Union this week. Saw my president put the pussy on the chain wax. Okay, what does that expression mean? Because you're going, you, you, this is the second week in a row. It's you just, didn't drop that. I can't believe you guys didn't look it up. Okay, I'll send it no. to you. It's just, it was just a goofy little skit off of Key and Peel. Oh, oh yeah, you and keep then, saying that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not big on Key and Peel. I mean, really? I'm, yeah. I think wow. they're hilarious. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's something, I don't know. I don't think I've watched the right skit or something. Because I know everybody loves them. Yeah, but it's just I get this weird. I don't know. It's just this weird vibe I get when I, for some reason, when they make fun of black people, it doesn't feel like when other black people make fun of black people. If really, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's me or whatever. But it feels like they're laughing at us instead of with us. Or 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It's just I don't know. What about Luther, the presidential anger translator? That shit's hilarious. <laughs> did you ever see that skit? Uh, I think I did see that. I'm oh. not sure. But anyway, uh, well, anyway, I'm, so I'm real fond of the soul food sketch. That, that's my that's my own time. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. I'm gonna have grilled pig anus. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was hilarious. So okay, so what what does it mean when you? It doesn't mean anything. It's, the whole point is, um, it's like this group of guys sitting around. And the guy, he keeps using it, and his homeboys are all feeding into it, like, yeah, homie, put the pussy on the chain wax. Huh? What and is the, chain wax, even? It's, it's, it doesn't, it the doesn't whole mean thing, anything. That's the whole, okay. point, the yeah. whole point of the skit is that it doesn't mean anything. It's just how people, like, try stay, just, just like fleek. What the fuck does fleek mean? Fleek doesn't mean shit. Like, as. You well, know, we've assigned it a meaning. But that's so. the whole thing. Pussy on the So now we put the. Pussy on the chain wax is like the same thing as fleek. We've assigned it a meaning. Even okay, so what's the meaning that has been assigned to it? Fleek. It's like, it's good. It's the oh, shit. Okay. He put right. the pussy on the chain wax. Okay. My, so, yeah. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, 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 I'd like to get some chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> Like our beeswax and yeah. ear wax and well, yeah, you can actually you order. Know. You can actually order it in uh, Blacktail magazine <laughs> with a side of sea monkeys. <laughs> you know, it's not fun- it's not funny when you make fun of black people, oh, especially because you're not barely black. <laughs> Fuck both of y'all. I'm blacker than both of y'all. <laughs> right inside. Shoo. Where it no, but you know, watch. What? I'm, I'm one of these days. I am. I'm gonna get my DNA and watch. I'm. I'm. I bet you, I'll be a lot blacker than 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 y'all think. <laughs> you stepped it back from blacker than us to than we think. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you guys do it too, or the same thing, whatever, yeah. or however you want to phrase it, whatever. Blacker than you, blacker than you think, whatever. <laughs> I'm just black kidding. like me. But you know what's not yeah. putting the pussy on the chain wax anymore ever is Kobe's shoulder <laughs> rotator cuff. <laughs> oh. So bad. So honestly, yeah. like I think, and I know you guys are probably going to talk about this on Hoopla, but I think we need to do like um, shout like out a, to Hoopla, a cleansing or some kind of an exorcism to lift the curse of David Stern. It's really <laughs> fucking us up. Like Dave, the curse of David Stern is a real thing. We actually did talk about this on Hoopla yesterday. Oh, okay. So what are we going to do to lift the curse? Did you guys come up with a ritual or a rain? Well, dance? first, it was, well, Spirit asked me if I believed that there uh, was a curse. Mm-hmm. And I said, he, if I believed that, that the Lakers were cursed. And I said, I don't believe that in that sort of thing. But hell yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe it until. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that shit. But yeah, until, they're cursed. Until it affected something that I like. <laughs> How else can you explain it? No, I don't. Shit, I, the way I look at it is like the Lakers have been, were extremely lucky. For you know, a long time, a long time. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's franchises who would love to have right be like, oh, the last time you won a championship was five years ago, right? <laughs> so you think they sold their shoulder to the devil? And now he's cashing in. Is that what? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm <laughs> saying. Time to pay the devil, <laughs> pay the piper. That's like when Jerry when he when he took Jerry Jerry Bus home to be with him. Give the uh, devil his due. Uh, first he took Chick Hearn. No, fir- <laughs> no, first he took Phil Jackson. <laughs> Well, Chick Hearn left before Phil. <laughs> Phil Jackson ain't dead. Well, <laughs> he's a Nick, and they, I'm they, saying they, they, as far as it affected our team, <laughs> he's a Nick, and they're talking about their curse now. Right? Yeah. Mm, well, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, uh, to me, it's like all good things come to an end, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Forever, ever. 
well, not forever. Ever. <laughs> it shit, seems like it. But it was like it was almost like ten years between Showtime and and uh, and uh, uh, Kobe time. Yeah, Kobe Shaq time. Almost ten years, but I don't think that the the full time was just we were in the exile of no. wilderness. No. We were still a competitive team. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. still were making playoffs. Now we're just well, it's, sad. It's, well, it's the curse of lack of Jerry West. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that that hurt more than anything. No, nope, I think David Stern. Ever since he nixed the the CP3 trade, it's just the Lakers. Everything's gone wrong for the Lakers. I think. I promise you, it was the curse of David Stern. I promise you. <laughs> Person David Stern. <laughs> you laugh? But I'm going to come in here with some chicken bones and some purple and gold. Some uh, chicken bones. Casper going to jump you. Shit, some purple and gold. Come in here with an Obia man. And- exactly. <laughs> Burn an effigy of uh, Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> That, yeah, that, that was a bad hire. Well, that was part of the curse. Yeah. yeah well, part of the curse is uh, Jimmy Buss up, up there making the decisions. That's all. It's all. It's a curse. It's, 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 it's all connected. It's too many, too many things going wrong at the same time. It's a curse. It's all connected. So what's up with you, uh, uh, Dino Red? Hey, well, thank you, thank you for asking. How did you mention it? Uh, let's see. What what what's been up with me? Well, um. Basically, not a whole lot except I uh, see what I've been running over bitches in uh, run, run over big bitches in uh, Costco. What? Oh, really? Yeah, man. I I, I got a l- little impatient. I got a little pissed off. I, you know how you just walking around mind your business, whatever, and people cut in front of you real quick, abruptly mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it happened. I mean, it happens all the time, but it happened like three times in a row, real you know. Mm-hmm. Back to back to back mm-hmm. while I was at Costco the other night. People be on the move for them snacks is what it is. Man, just all kind of <laughs> stuff. They just be, you know. And this one big chick, she 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 did it and I stopped and I was like, Why do I keep why why do you keep stopping? Next mm-hmm. time just run right over them. Just mm-hmm. run right and I made up my mind like the next person who cuts right in front of me like that abruptly, I'm just gonna run right into them. Right. And they gonna learn today. <clears throat> huh? The same chick. Same chick just did it a few seconds ago. Trying to squeeze her big ass in between my basket and, and the and the and the uh, seafood. Now this is this this is, <laughs> this isn't the this isn't the same chick who stands in front of you at the bus stop. I was gonna it? ask. I was, just, I was like, you got a thing against big girls. I feel like you're a little prejudiced against the big girls right now. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. Them bitches be getting in where they don't fit in. <laughs> trying to squeeze in where they don't fit in. <laughs> wow. So, um, no, this is not the same one. Oh, okay. <laughs> to answer your question. So But it's the same dynamic. She tried to squeeze she tried to squeeze through whatever and I feel like it's just like driving. You're not supposed to make somebody slam on their brakes. Right, True. right, right. You know, that's just courtesy of driving your basket. It's just like driving your car. Right. If you if the other person has to slam on their brakes, then you did something wrong. That's true. Right? Right? So she's supposed to go with the flow. Of she traffic. came in and I saw her sizing up the space. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't speed up. I didn't speed up, but I didn't stop either. She sized up the space and she sized it away wrong. So she did this little little hop thing where she tried to squeeze through whatever and she and she knew she was wrong because she apologized. Like, oh, oh my bad, my bad. And I was like, mm-hmm. 
And she's like, well, I, you know, I didn't see you. I was like, mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I saw you, but I didn't see you. I was like, you saw me, but you didn't, you thought you can make it, and you couldn't make it, and you paid the price. Uh, <laughs> chick chick wow. sounded like she was from Avatar. Was like, I didn't see you. <laughs> like, all right, right, you didn't see me, my big ass, right? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> at least she apologized, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, that was cool. She Maybe at least she apologized. Bad so. spatial relations, probably. Yeah. But I'm tired. You know, like why is it my you're my business? Hell, you're not gonna take it anymore. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, two seconds for me to pass by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Maybe man. she suffers from the same big person phobia that you have, and is, is, is assuming you're going to take at least thirty seconds to pass look, by with look, your big ass. Look, you know, look at that big nigga. He gonna take all day. Let me squeeze in now, or else I ain't gonna get my scrumps. I mean, you know, I'm just saying that's, that could be good. that could be the you know the inner dialogue that's playing in her head. It was in the frozen food section, so it wasn't like she was gonna eat it right then. Well, whatever. So well, she could spare thirty seconds. Maybe, well, maybe she thought you was gonna grab him first. <laughs> like, damn, if I let him get out of it gonna, ain't gonna be nothing left shoot and then little does uh, she know you're allergic to scripts right right speaking of being allergic i was at the uh the uh my doctor's office the other day mm-hmm. and i was waiting for my wife to pick me up <clears throat> and this lady was on the way out and she said well er, before I, I was sitting down in the lobby of the first floor and earlier before that i was out front calling my wife and uh but my bat my phone was was dying so mm-hmm. i was like making my last call for her to to come pick me up mm-hmm. and so uh after i called her i knew it was going to be a while so i went inside and sat down and this lady was coming out and i only she was saying something to me but the only thing i could understand was mayweather Mm-hmm. I was hearing it was like words, words. It was like like Charlie Brown, like wah 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 Mayweather, right? Wah 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 Mayweather. And I was like, well, I don't know why I couldn't understand anything else she was saying except for Mayweather. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what what about Mayweather? Mm-hmm. She's like, <clears throat> she's like, did you did you see him? I was like, no. See him? Oh, when you were outside, he was he was standing right next to you, Floyd Mayweather. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. Well, when I was standing outside. He was standing right next to me. <laughs> I was like, did you ask him if he saw me? And she was like, who, who are you? I'm like, don't you know? That's what you said to her. Yeah. So was he really there? Yeah, he was really there. Oh, wow. Was he, was he there? Was he taking a remedial reading class? <gasps> I don't know. I think he was beating up on some woman or something. Oh, okay, well, as long as he was busy. <laughs> You well, are that's who I am. But you are shady, though. <laughs> you are shady as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was like, no, nah, I didn't. So you missed your brush with fame? No, he missed his brush. I think you missed the twist in the story. Right, right, right. right. Could have had him on the show. The fame brush just didn't get brushed. <laughs> so do you know why he was there? I, I don't know anything. No. Except that I was apparently was, standing was right standing, next to him. standing next to you. Yeah. Exactly. That's funny. I was out there, that was that was it. Oh well. So I guess she was upstairs, like looking out the window or whatever. I did see like a little bit of a little bit of commotion or whatever, but I was like, whatever. I'm just trying to get my ride before my phone dies. And that's another thing, dude. I mean, I realize that cell phones are ubiquitous now, but they do die. 
<laughs> so I like, could we get some pay phones just in the, like a few public places? Like they don't have to be everywhere like they used to be. Right. But like on the the first floor of of an office building right or shit at least a public charging station (laughs) something there is a phone across the street from my job yeah see that's what i'm saying it it was gone for a while and they put it back yeah put one in a shopping center it don't have to have one in every store Mm -hmm. you know but like certain places a bank a grocery store you know one near the elevator yeah you know i mean i'm sure to pay for itself even though uh you know, Superman has nowhere to change now. That, that's oh, fuck yeah. him. Who cares about him? That's, that's, <laughs> Some yeah. of us mere mortals who, yeah. whose phones die. I guess die. that's why Gotham is just so crime-ridden. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Batman would never change. Metropolis. 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 Yeah, Metropolis. But, um, no, you know, Floyd um, is an interesting character, and I've seen him many times at cl- different clubs in Vegas, and mm-hmm. he always travels with this huge entourage. And remember that song by... Um, Oh, what was his name? Um, Cameron. It was like, boy, oh boy. Oh yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Floyd. That was my back- cut. I like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. But yeah. back like in the day when, like, whenever he goes to the club in the casino, he's got like this huge like twenty man entourage around him, mm-hmm. and he used to have like the DJs playing, Flo- boy, oh boy. But his his crew would be like Floyd. Floyd. Oh, oh Floyd. Floyd! And he had to make, he made him say Floyd. That's so gay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. I'm uh, that reminds me uh, of uh, what was that movie with um, Kenan Ivory Wayans? It was like a parody of black exploitation films. Yeah, I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah, and yeah. at the end he had like a DJ right. that was following him around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every hero should have his own theme song. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what Floyd got the idea from. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. said, "I'm actually going to do that." Right. Mm-hmm. He said, "What if?" <laughs> well, he. That's did ridiculous. <laughs> go big or go home. Mm-mm-mm. He could. He could probably hire BDP to back him up now. <laughs> yeah, I'm B- BDP probably comes pretty pretty good low discount at this right about now. All right, let's get into it. All right. News and noteworthy. Speaking of music, the shiznit. Did y'all hear about TLC? TLC wants their fans to pay for their final album. This shit pisses me off right here. Really? This is my pet. Yes, I do not like this. I, I first it was movie makers that was you know, okay. This is. <clears throat> Take a breath, Dino. Take a breath. Take a breath, breath, Dino. (laughs) Okay. Crowdsourcing or revenue sharing or however you want to call it, that's for, you know, nobodies. People like us that's trying to do a movie or a podcast or whatever. That's that's what that's for. It's not for rich people who don't want to use their own money and want to use our money so they have nothing to lose. Because even if they didn't have money, they could get they could get funding because they have a name. You know what I mean? You can't tell me that TLC, even if they don't have any money, which I don't think that is the case, but even if it is the case, they're TLC. You mean they tell me they can't go and get some producers to get paid at the back end? Some shit. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. Yes, they can. They can get a loan. They can get finance. They can come up with some ways to uh, finance their own album without um, asking the crowd to the the fans to to pay to produce it and then pay to buy it. That's yeah. some bullshit. And I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm a big Adam Carolla fan. Didn't like it when he did it. You know, he got his little collection of all his uh, 
million dollar cars and whatnot and all that shit. Sell a car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he going to go and raise a million dollars and b- break all kind of records, you know, um, to use his fans to finance his his uh, his film mm-hmm. instead of taking a uh, taking a chance and, and, you know, using his own money. And it's like it's lose lose. I mean, it's, I mean, it's win win for them. That's yeah. some bullshit. I don't like that. I do not like it. I'd rather them go ahead and do the Wu-Tang Clan thing where they just like auction off one well, album yeah. for, uh, you know what I mean? At yeah, least yeah. they at least they pay for it. And then it's like it's up to you right. to buy that if you want to spend that kind of money on it or whatever. Right. That is to me is just, yeah, that's or do like Nipsey Hussle did, like only make a hundred of them and each one cost a hundred dollars or what, right. you know, whatever, something like that, right, right, right. whatever. Well, I think. I see your point of view for sure. I definitely see that perspective. But I think that's if you're looking at it from the idea that the Kickstarter was really to raise the money. I think the reality of it is it was a smart, strategic move. I think that it's really about the publicity and getting people to have that affinity for the product, you know. I mean, you you can dislike it, but I'm saying strategically, I think this was it. Really, wasn't about getting. You're right. They have different ways that they could have gotten that 500 grand together. That's no. Well, yeah, I don't I think that that's the question. I think the idea. Now, think about it this way: just in us talking about it, the media. I've heard it over and over. I've read about it. I've seen it on different talk shows, on Wendy, on this, on that. They've already gotten half a million dollars worth of publicity for the new album just by putting it on Kickstarter, right? So, I mean, I, I definitely see your perspective, and I'm not. Well, I'm, technically, I may be wrong about the intent of it. I don't really care if that was if the intent of it was for anybody to use, including celebrities, whatever. I don't think that is to me. This is right up there with celebrities asking me for money. I don't know who the fuck thought that was a good idea, but I don't like that. That that is a fucked up idea. Don't don't get on. I don't care what your cause is. I don't care if it's the United Negro College Fund. I don't care if it's starving kids in Africa. Don't get on TV. With your rich ass asking me and my working day behind for for no money. When you got when you're a millionaire and all your friends are millionaires, why don't y'all piece up on that shit? <laughs> piece up on that shit and leave me the fuck out of it. I don't know whose idea it was for, that. That's not a good look to me. I don't like rich people begging me for money. Fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not hating because right. you rich or whatever. But don't don't be coming at me. Don't use yeah. your celebrity to try to get me to to go in my pockets. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, I see that. Pers- I think this is the same the same type of thing. Yeah. I see that perspective, but like, okay, the, the other the other side of it is that um, <clears throat> people are people love celebrity right and so the reality is celebrities making appeals a it's effective i used to work in doing fundraising and you know we definitely raised more money when we had celebrities attached to our events and stuff so and then also that's the other thing as for a the way that this Kickstarter thing works is that the people who do feel like, oh, yeah, I want to put $10 in on, on Chili, now they feel emotionally invested in it. And what they're doing is solidifying their 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 fan base by kind of saying you're, you're going to be a part of our success. It's more of an emotional thing is what I'm saying rather mm-hmm. than strictly a financial thing. So, I mean, I definitely see your perspective from the strictly financial point of it but i think it's more about getting their name back out there reconnecting with their fans making their fans feel like they can be a part of this new venture you know and giving everybody a piece of the pie and people like to feel like you know when and if this album comes out people are gonna be like i put my ten dollars in on it you know as stupid as it sounds to us like the people who are into it i think that that's a payoff for them you know that's what i think 
I ain't putting in on it. So I mean, I'm just saying. I ain't put, good yeah. luck to Chili, you know. Chili and T-Boss. Yeah. So it, first of all, it's not a TLC album. It's a TL. It's a, it's a TC album. Yeah, TC album. Yeah. <laughs> so, TC. you know, or CT or whatever. But, um. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm cool. I'm cool on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, they, you know, you got to get investors from somewhere. And, uh. You know, if people want to invest in it, you know, the, the thing I would have a problem with, and I, I don't know how Kickstarter works, but if I invest if I if I invest money into your project, then that should make me a partner. Right. And so that any type of profit that you make, I should get some sort of return right. based on you know the fact that I gave X amount of dollars. Right. So that is part of the Kickstarter model, mm-hmm. right? You can kind of tell you, – you do tell the investors what they're going to get for their investment. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people – it is straight up profit sharing like a corporate. In this case, they did like premiums like how when you you know give to a public radio station, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you get this tote bag. So mm-hmm. like for $5,000 right, – You get trinkets. They get – And the more you give, well, the, the better the trinkets Right. So the, is what it is. But I, I never see them give – money back or right. percentage of the, the profits well i have i haven't like in, not in celebrity ones but in smaller ones i have seen that because i i invested in a friend's kickstarter she was trying to start a clothing line mm-hmm. and that would have been like somewhat profit sharing but anyway that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. but the point is like so the five thousand dollar level is you get to do a slumber party with with the two of them yeah <laughs> and so Katy perry put five thousand oh, yeah, dollars in yeah, right yeah. so again that's why to me it's more about the the publicity mm-hmm. i mean now Katy perry's attached to it mm-hmm. now you know this project has got momentum just based on us talking about it yeah yeah but uh like I, said, <laughs> if I put five thousand dollars in i want <laughs> i want to fuck both of them that's what i want I want some. I was gonna say I want something more than a slumber party. But, you know, uh, now that's that, on the fuckstarter. dot org. throw the album up on there, and I'm in. <laughs> it's a different uh, investment uh, scheme. Can also be found in Blacktail magazine. <laughs> <laughs> the Vanessa Del Rio model. <laughs> oh yeah, that is. <laughs> Anywho. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, man. Well, I'm gonna go chase some waterfalls. <laughs> of course, please, we're in a drought. Please but. stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Okay, <laughs> if you insist. Eighteen-year-old plans to marry her long-lost <sighs> father. Jesus, be it. Oh my God. <laughs> the thing is that this is not an isolated yeah. incident. No. This is a growing phenomenon. I don't know if it's a growing phenomenon, but it's one that they're more. They have more. According to what I read, I think it's that they have more awareness of it, of labeling it. You know, kind of like how autism isn't all just more people are autistic. It's that they're better at diagnosing it and they have a name for it. Well, I I think it's actually growing because well, people are able to run it right. Come come across their fathers or their 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 long lost parents now. Uh, Jeez. So anyway, they actually that would be that would be a big turnoff uh, for me. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're not. Uh, what's it called again? It's called a gene- uh, genetic attraction. Genetic attract. There's, there's some kind of syndrome. Oh, I should yeah. write that down. And um, what it is, people, <clears throat> is that they're saying that people are naturally attracted to people who are like them, who are similar to them, who have okay, yeah. similar looks, similar backgrounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Malcolm X talked about when he was in Mecca. How the uh, on his pilgrimage, how there were Muslims from all around the world, mm-hmm. and just thousands of people there. Mm-hmm. But 
he was he looked out into the crowd and he saw where people had self-segregated, mm-hmm. you know, and people from similar places. You could tell by the way that they looked mm-hmm. were had grouped themselves together. Right. Right. And I noticed the same thing when I was in college that, you know, over here would be the Ethiopians over there would be the Nigerians over here would be the Americans, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mostly everybody was black. Mm-hmm. But they were still all kind of grouped together from based on yeah yeah people yeah so I think it has something to do with that. Uh, well, also you can you can uh, look at you know look, look at it as a kind of Freudian. It's like you know the Oedipus mm-hmm, thing, where mm-hmm. people are attracted to uh, either people who remind them of their parents, right, or remind them of close relatives, right. Um, it you know kind of a in, I guess in a genetic way of of. Uh, of uh, perpetuating. perpetuating similar genes. Right, 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 you know? right. So, look, well, I mean, I hear... Well, let, let me oh, finish so, explaining. Oh, sorry, I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to finish explaining. I thought you were done, sorry. No, um, and so, anyway, so, but when people are raised together, families are raised together, there's something uh, mm-hmm. that kind of flicks that attraction button off. Yeah. So it, it goes off, and you don't grow up attracted to your crow's close relatives right uh, generally speaking mm-hmm. um, now what they're finding out that with people being able to come into contact with long lost relatives you know from adoption and different things like that that you know the internet and things like that DNA testing mm-hmm. all these things have made it easier for people to be reunited with people that they were not raised with mm-hmm. uh, they're finding out that these people are sexually attracted to each other because they didn't they didn't grow up with one another and that little button uh didn't get flicked yeah so they see each other as adults and they are immediately in some cases attracted to one another and this is this is a pretty big thing it's underground for obvious reasons right right obvious yeah for the most part but yeah there's some people that are moving to states like new jersey where it's uh where it's legal, where incest is legal, adult, adult incest, adult incest is right, legal, right, right. right? And uh, so, yeah, this is this is a growing, uh, yeah, a growing I, thing. Yeah, I heard about a case where I, I guess they they couldn't get married, but they just they just lived together as you know, uh, husband and daughter, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever it was, or, or something like that. <laughs> or, 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 or yeah, you'll hear about it with the brothers and sisters who have been separated, or. or yeah. Well, cousins, you know, cousins is is uh, another one that, that we find. So, so look, I think that it's all well and good to kind of talk about <clears throat> the um, genetic or sociocultural or Freudian factors that you know play into something that's such an obvious violation of like a very fundamental taboo for most of us, right? Like, yeah, let's have that dialogue. But in this particular case, <laughs> fuck that. Because there's a couple, there's two main things that stick out to me about this story that make me say, hell no, like all the fucking lights are flashing, like no, no, no. So the fir- I, I just want you to know, lights are flashing here too. Right, 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 right. <laughs> But I'm just saying to take it from the abstract kind of dialogue about the factors underlying it to the specifics. Number one is that this girl's mother has um, a history of severe untreated mental illness. So I'm pretty sure that not only did that affect her by being reared with her, the chances that she also has undiagnosed and or untreated mental illness are pretty high, especially when she's dealing with a mentally ill mother plus abandonment issues from the dad. Okay. So that's the first thing that to me is like this. Can we talk about the elephant in the room, the freaking mental illness? Right. And then the second thing is that the dad, okay, 
met her and had sex with her starting from when she was 16. Oh, Jesus. So to me, before we even talk about the marriage and the growth of the romance and the this and the that, he should be being prosecuted for what is illegal in every single state, which is for an adult parent to have sex with their minor child. Period. Point blank. That's it. And that's all. You know. Did he know that that was his child? Yes. Wow. Yes. They knew. They both knew. They both knew. She lost her virginity to her father as a teen. Wow. An underage teen. And so that's illegal, period. So to me, as an adult, look, if again, if you want to have the conversation about breaking these taboos when between two adults, to me, it's gross and wrong. But let's have the conversation, right? This is part of what society does. But when you are exploiting a child, that's it. Did I mean, somebody to me, say rape? Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Hello. Hello. So that's disrespectful. Yeah, rape is disrespectful. <laughs> Shit. But did you see, I mean, I mean, am I tripping right now? Or no, 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 you're not. Oh. You're not tripping. <laughs> I mean, that's just that no, nobody in the room disagrees with. Oh, uh, right? yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I'm I feel like that's this. like that's the. I mean, but that's not the. You know, what I mean, that's. But that's my point. That should be the story. Is like, well, that's not the story because that's not. It's the phenomenon, right? Exactly. That's not that's not anything unusual. That's not. I mean, we don't. That's not what we. You know, that's not how it works. We don't go around talk about what what's common. You know, what's every day? What's I mean? We all agree on that. We all know that. We all. But my point you know, is, it, but because people are getting caught up in the story of the phenomenon and the uh, and the the unusual aspect. The, they're not focusing on the part of why isn't he in jail? He should be in jail right now. That part right there. <clears throat> well, they also <laughs> also in the story they they they, they did mention that the uh, there's a lot of outrage that is uh, particularly directed toward the father daughter uh, well, yeah. uh, dynamic more so than any other combination of incest yeah well yeah because it can result in a child i mean well well no that's not the only that's not the reason because they all can all can result in a child it's just taboo it's just it's a taboo it's just it's a man that's what is that's what it is just like the 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 man teacher is more is 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 punished more than the than the female teachers who these days seem like they're just getting it in as much as the male teachers these days. It makes me want to go back to school. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm your uh, I'm your new uh, middle school student. Uh, I, I, yeah, of course, I look very old for my age. I realize that. I, I have that aging disease. I'm like Benjamin Button. <laughs> but please, uh, or um, I need home. Tutoring. What was uh, what was what was Mork's son? Mork and oh, Mindy's son. Mirth. Mirth. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Winters. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first uh, Benjamin Button. Yes, <laughs> he was Benjamin wow. Button before being Benjamin Button was cool. Exactly. That's like, I mean, he's like rolling over in his grave. Like they bit that, they stole that from <laughs> Mork and Mindy like <laughs> thirty years ago. Yeah, well, killed Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> that's Aww. really why he died. <laughs> that ain't right. Poor Robin. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway um all right so i mean nobody disagreeing with you charlie i mean okay, i just want to make sure we're all, we're all clear that we're just like the get, crime was committed we know all that let me get this straight incest is wrong you know what i'm saying <laughs> child rape is wrong right but it's not any more wrong when it's the father who's the adult versus the mother who's the adult 
you know, wrong no, is wrong. No, mm. no, we don't disagree with that. But yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Do your job, freaking authorities. Make some arrests, <laughs> goddammit. But can they, though? I mean, She's only 18. And I'm sure the statute of limitations hasn't passed in the last two years. So, um, some girl at a punk concert had her pussy eaten right on stage. Live. Wow. Yeah. Talk about exhibitionism. I, I Talk had about n- punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea Luke Skywalker had gone into punk. Uh, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Luke, sorry, dude. Luke, two life crew. Oh, Uncle Luke. Two life crew. Uncle Luke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's funny. My bad. Oh, that's that's a right. <laughs> it, it was I a, a pre nineties reference. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I should have said two live crew or Uncle Luke. That's probably what I should have said. That's yeah. funny. So <laughs> we'll, we'll edit this part out. Yeah, he yeah the so he has he, he they made him give up the Skywalker so long ago yeah. that I, I no uh, longer associated with him. Right, right, right. You know how long ago did they make him stop saying that? God, it's been a long time. I, I think it was the late eighties. Yeah, like, yeah. Probably immediately as we want some pussy went as to you know what I'm saying became a hit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like I think. Uh, well, Chris Rock was on Saturday Night Live when they made him stop uh, doing that. So it was like the early nineties. Yeah, yeah it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, you know, because I, I immediately thought about Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Who, who I was like, his, Mark who, Hamill? I was like, I didn't know Mark Hamill ate pussy on the stage. Like. What? <laughs> Who kissed his sister? Yeah, he right. did. But, but he didn't know she was right, his sister. Unknowingly. Yeah. 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 Well, they talked about a lot of the, um, a lot of uh, tab taboos or a lot uh, how it's uh, referenced in modern uh, literature and and television and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know how there's a lot of um, sons of anarchy. It, it nearly happened. Um, um, what are you talking about incest? You're back to yeah, incest. Incest. Okay. incest. <laughs> You're back yeah, the various forms of incest, and you know, in, in modern uh, literature and pop culture and whatnot. Yeah. But well, compared to that, getting your pussy ate on stage isn't really that shocking or bad. <laughs> the thing I find the they most- had pictures too. She was just just. She was you giving know, no just, damn. Yeah, she was just like no on the damn. stage, just like, and they would the the group was just. I was like, wow, to be a rocker like yeah. the, to to. You know, that just goes to show you, like, that's what they see and what they live. Mm-hmm. The I fact got, that a girl is just sprawled out, getting eight out right there, and they're just, like, not missing a beat. Like, yeah. it's an everyday thing. Now, was was, was it the band was the, was the band taking terms, or was it just two? It looked uh, like it was uh, fan. it was fans. Two oh, fans. A, a female fan and a male fan. I don't know if they were together or if mm-hmm. she was just a random girl. Mm-hmm. They didn't give us that much, but wow. they did give us pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about putting your pussy on the chain wax. Yeah. <laughs> Now, see, that seems appropriate. <laughs> I'm putting your pussy where your mouth is. <laughs> no, where your mouth is. <laughs> but yeah, where his mouth is. <laughs> but, but you know, the thing that I find the most outrageous about this story is that they're calling themselves the Dead Kennedys and there's no Jello oh, Biafra. And <laughs> to be calling yourselves the Dead Kennedys without Jello Biafra, I mean, that's just like, that's like calling yourself Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes with no with Teddy no Pendergrass. Harold, no Teddy Pendergrass. Okay, you know, I, I got you. Okay. It's like, that's not the Dead Kennedys. That's the, if, at best, it's the Comatose Kennedys. Uh, <laughs> at best. <laughs> Well, you know, the the Ramones would have been by themselves. <laughs> there would have been no Ramones. Right. <laughs> I feel like Damon in this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, it's all over my head. I'm like, 
I'm like, I don't know who these people. Well, you know. I know the Dead Kennedys are a punk group. Right. And Jello Biafra was the lead, just like. Uh, I figured yeah. by the. I inferred by the conversation yeah. that he was or someone like, important. It's like you couldn't have a Sex Pistols show without <laughs> Sid Vicious. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, now you're talking Charlie Ball. <laughs> now you sound like uh, Charlie Brown again. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> well, you know who the fuck Harold, Harold Melvin is in the Blue Nose. Yes, and that's where. I, that's why I was. Able to follow oh, the conversation the loosely okay. because I understood <laughs> you, what you meant by that. Wait, all, all three punk rock groups that I'm familiar with have been named. <laughs> what about Black Flag? Okay, I know I, I've heard of Black Flag. I thought Flag. that was Roach Spray. It is. <laughs> a punk, it's a punk rock band yeah. named right. after Roach Spray. But I mean, I thought that's the only that's Black a- Flag that I'm aware of. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Roach Spray. Yeah. That's I funny. don't do punk. So, yeah. <laughs> but you do do pussy eating. Well, yeah, I so do. That, so that would have been more appropriate at a Sex Pistols concert, is what you're telling me. The, the pussy eating, yeah. I'm saying you can't have a Sex Pistols concert or a Dead Kennedys concert Without. with the dead lead singers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bands were most of them, but apparently they weren't there for the music. So I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> So, you know, we just passed King Day and we haven't where we were remiss. We didn't really speak about it on the last episode. Uh, my bad. Um, I hope everybody had a good King Day. Um, did anybody do anything special at all? I, uh, I, I work. Yeah. King yeah. You, you never get it off. Yeah. Yeah. I had um, I well I did mention the Selma screening, which was part of King Week. Okay. So last that was well, my big. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen Selma uh, mm. twice so right. today. I mean, yesterday I, I saw Selma with my mom. Yeah, well, I, we went to the parade. We go uh, pretty much every year. We we missed last year, but we pretty much go every year. And but I'm I think I'm thinking of taking a break for next year or so. Why? It's, what happened? Just, no, not not anything in particular. It's just it's even though I live close by mm-hmm. and it's walking. To, well, that that was part of the fact that I couldn't walk because I've I've been having uh, foot trouble for Aww. for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't able to walk. I generally um, throw Danya in a stroller and then put Casper on a leash and we trek up there mm-hmm. to Lamert Park and meet my brother there and, you know, kind of mm-hmm. hang out and everything. Well, <clears throat> she's too big for a stroller now. Yeah. So for one, and then my foot, you know, I, I couldn't make the, the trek if I wanted to. Right. Um, so my wife had to drop me off or us off and that was a source of drama just because, you know, everything's cut off and right. this and that and yeah. trying to get yeah, close yeah, enough. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the drag, which is why I normally just walk, you right. know? Yeah. Um, so that was, that was, that was, you know, and then, well, was there a fat lady standing in front of you at, at the, <laughs> see y'all just, y'all just, uh, kind of, y'all just, just trying to start some shit now. <laughs> Y'all just trying to start some shit. I know. Dino Red versus the big girl. You know, y'all Dino know. Red versus the BBWs. Right. So, um, but uh, there was the there was some 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 shenanigans with the parade for some reason. Mm-hmm. Now, see, Lemur Park is where the parade terminates. For those of you who mm-hmm. are not aware, mm-hmm. so we're at the end of it. So we have to be at a specific location. In Lemur Park, in order to see the parade, because that's where it's ending. But see, but also in Lemur Park, there's a lot of festivities and things going on. That's uh, you know, parade adjacent. You mm-hmm. know, like the African marketplace is always there, and different right. things like that, and performance performances and whatnot. Sometimes. So anyway, um, <clears throat> they, you would think after this is the twenty something year, you would think by now they would have 
like a, a method, a tried and true method, and everything would be pretty much the same, and they would have a formula. But they still kind of play with certain things, and that that gets annoying. <clears throat> sometimes the the parade terminates on Stalker. Sometimes it terminates, you know. Sometimes Stalker is, or Vernon is blocked off, and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. So all that matters when you're at the end of the parade, because right. if you're at the wrong part, you won't see anything. Yeah, it'll oh, disperse okay. before it, you. Yeah, to... exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to try to. So we were in one location, and then at, at one point they were letting you know. It was confusion as to where which direction the parade was heading mm-hmm. at, at its at its at its uh, at its terminus. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if it was going to the left or to the right, and we mm-hmm. moved from this side back to that side and back to this side, the back side. We did that like four times, and oh, finally damn. it was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna sit here." Yeah, and it ends where it ends, and it is where it is, whatever. But besides that, though, it's just you know, I just need a break. You know, it's a lot of. Yeah. You know, I would imagine year, parades are tough not... for someone with HSP. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was, was going to ask you, do you even like parades? <laughs> not really. Okay. I go for like the baby, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and 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 Casper and likes to get King, out. Yeah, exactly. And you know, to hang out with my brother, he likes him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh but his wife never goes, my wife never goes. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, I like to, you know, expose Danya to it. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's like I said a lot of other things going on. African dances and just a lot of cultural things going on. You know, she got her face painted and, you know, fun stuff for kids. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, family outing. Mm hmm. So, and she didn't seem to be that into it this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe we miss a couple years and, you know, she'll, she'll be more into it when we go back and give me, give daddy a break. Totally. But, uh, yeah, some of my cousins participate in the, uh, or have participated. In the King Day Parade, they mm-hmm. uh, they're in the band at Crenshaw, or oh, they nice. were in the band at Crenshaw High School, and, nice. and 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 they were at Audubon, and so they they uh, they're either marching or playing drums mm. or something. Big ups to band kids. Because <laughs> one time in band camp, yeah. but um, I never it, got to go to band camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go to the one that that uh, homegirl went to. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the flute incident. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> It's like, because if you stick your flute up in there. Mm. <laughs> the queef heard round the world. <laughs> okay. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, you know how Jimmy oh, Kimmel has his, uh, yeah, yeah. the guy on the street type of thing, and they ask questions. Which they did a special one for uh, 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 King Dr. King. Yeah, for King Day. Check, it, check this out. You guys are going to get a kick out of this. Here we go. I want to wish you all a uh, happy Dr. King Day. This is the day on which we honor the legendary civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. A lot of Americans got the day off today, uh, which uh, they spent at home judging people based not on the color of their skin, but on the content of their Facebook pages. (laughs) You would think that the life and death of Martin Luther King are subjects we all know at least something about, right? Is there anyone in our audience tonight who doesn't know the story about who Martin Luther King was? And not that you would admit it if you did, but. <laughs> All right. Okay, so about once a week, we go out in the street and we ask pedestrians ridiculous questions. Like, I think once we asked them if it was appropriate to make a movie about the true story of Godzilla because he oh. killed so many people. Oh. <laughs> and some people said, no, it was inappropriate. I don't think. <laughs> so usually it takes us a while to find enough people who are dopey enough to put the whole thing together. And sometimes it takes hours out there. But today, on Martin Luther King Day, this took almost no time at all. We asked 14 people 
if they saw the speech Dr. King gave this morning, <laughs> and seven of them said they had, and with that said, seven out I of fourteen, you perhaps the most wow. disturbing edition ever of Lie Witness News. So, what's your name? Where are you from? I'm Kenny Patterson. I'm from Burbank, California. Kenny, uh, this morning, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. made a very impassioned speech at the Capitol. What did you think of that? I thought it was great. You know, <laughs> very uh, uh, inspiring, uh, motivational. You know, kill yourself. How do you think Kenny. his speech this kill morning yourself, compared to Kenny. the one he gave in 1963? Oh, the same, better. Uh, I would say it's. I wouldn't say it's the same or better. I would say it's uh, very current for today. This <laughs> morning, so Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did a speech for the Capitol. What did you think of that? I think it was great. What did you like about it? All the details and things like that. You know, it's very, very rare to see him speak in public. These All the days. details that you're lacking. How'd you feel seeing him speak in public this morning? Things like that. I was shocked. Yeah, you would I mean, be. I, just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "How? How could it happen?" You know? it happen so, that? I mean, I haven't heard him talk for a while. And how did Dr. Martin Luther King look to you? Did he look like he gained a little weight? Yeah, he did. Twenty-four uh, hour fitness, doctor. That's all I can say. You want to say something about the weight? About the weight? About losing some weight? Losing some weight? Yeah, you need uh. Hit the treadmill and uh, cardio, muscular, all that, uh, doctor. You can do it. I believe in you. I did it myself. Do you think it was appropriate that Jay-Z and Beyonce sang back up towards the end of the speech this morning? I, I thought it was pretty damn... No, I thought it was ghetto, but it's all good. Ghetto's fabulous. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. spoke about his dream, and he said last night he had the strangest dream that he sailed away to China in a little rowboat to find you, and you said you had to get your laundry clean. What do you think he meant by that? Whoa. But nobody's going to break his stride? Uh, yeah. Nobody's going to slow him down? I oh, guess. no. Oh, no. no He's got to keep on moving. moving. Uh, man, wow. I don't even know, dude. Now I'm, like, totally confused. <laughs> We're in a lot of trouble. We're doomed. You know, you know the sad thing about all that? What's that? Each one of those people had to sign releases. Right, right. <laughs> to appear... Mm-hmm. That ignorant on national TV. Yep. We're doomed. This is why we're doomed. I wonder if they sign the releases before they tell them. No, they sign after. Yeah, they have to inform No, them. no, 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 no. I mean, no, no. I understand that. But I mean, before they explain to them, hey, Dr. Martin Luther King is dead. Oh. You know, oh, okay. uh, you look like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, they yeah. could just say, hey, sign this. Re- will you sign this release so it can be shown on television? They can just go about their merry way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they find out. Later on, when they have you know a friend who's got a brain that tells them like, "Hey, dude, you know." <laughs> but I the mean, funniest part was watching Charlie Bell. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that. I was like, "Wow, you people playing along at home are missing the show." Yeah, man, Charlie Bell's reactions because I could tell that she hadn't heard anything about this because it was very genuine. All those reactions, she just was over here just dying. It was like the Martin Luther King incredul- incredul- incredulity. Incredulity. Oh, <laughs> she, she was shocked at their ignorance. <laughs> that was my Porky Pig impression. Right there. She was rolling over in, in, in her grave. Well, she ain't dead. Yeah. If she had a grave. She'd be rolling over. In Dr. King's grave. <laughs> I was rolling over. She, she was rolling over in the basement. Oh, yeah. 
so fucked up. No, but you know what? Seriously, like, I mean, I don't want to be Debbie Downer and take it. You know, I get it's entertaining, and that shit was kind of kind of funny. It was very in funny. In a tragic kind of way. It was way. very funny, but it but was also very sad. It's, yeah, exactly. It but it's, it's literally why we can't get progress on issues like climate change because motherfuckers want to believe that dinosaurs were living at the same time as me. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, like, the fact that people are so... The Marcellus like, Wiley effect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> seriously. Exactly. The fact that people we're so ignorant as Americans is really hindering our progress on issues of policy and change in this country because people want to... Yeah, I take back everything I said mm-hmm. about education a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. That, there's your fucking proof. You don't need a goddamn standardized test. The man on the street well, test. Well, part of it, I mean, part of it is is just people lying. Right. You know, That's the, why it's called lie witness news. Because yeah, right. you know, they, they have no idea. It was like, yeah. yeah, I mean, we all know that Dr. King was like, oh, he gave a speech? Well, I, I, I they... They got a camera here. It must right. have happened. Right. Um, I mean, but they, they do it with, with everything. Yeah. yeah. Which is great because they never run out of material. <laughs> <laughs> Lie witness. I, I, told, I, I seen it. I seen the leprechaun. <laughs> I was walking down the street minding my own well, business. Right? See, I was walking down the street. <laughs> it's Jamaican. He flew around the corner. <laughs> at, <laughs> least, <laughs> at least. At least. This ain't my day. This ain't my day. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall uh, any black people. If there were, it was only maybe one. It sounded like one person was black. Maybe the lady that was like the, all second, the details. The lady, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about oh, he needed to hit the treadmill. Right. He no, he wasn't. I, I he wasn't black. He wasn't black. Yeah, but yeah, that that lady, she was black. But mm. that was it. Everybody else was yeah, sad. J- Jimmy Kimmel got me once. Really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Was, Go ahead, was, tell the story. Uh it was at um. Oh, it, movie theater. It was at the movie theater, and I went to uh, I went to pay, I, w- I went to get some uh, uh, snacks because you, <laughs> you do that at the movie theater. Yes, we do. And anyone who knows me knows I like snacks. <laughs> uh, so, so there's this guy standing at the far left. But you don't always get them at the movie. No, I don't. I yeah. don't. But this time, you know, I had bought a ticket, and you know, I, no, I mean, I was standing in line for snacks, and this guy. You know, it's empty over there. He calls me over, so I, I go over there and, and I order. And uh, I think I, w- I was going to see Lincoln, and uh, so he, he asked me, uh, um, you know, what, what uh, about the you know what movie I was going to see? I'm going to see Lincoln. He said, "Oh, uh, how does it end?" I said, "I'm not sure." And uh, <laughs> well, that was I was trying to be funny, right? Uh, you know, and uh, he uh, then he he proceeded to uh, I, I think I ordered pizza and and uh, some popcorn or something like that. And uh, so uh, he he ran my bill, and it was some astronomical number that came up. Uh-huh. And then he took a bite of my pizza. Oh wow! And then he took a bite of my hot dog. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was like, I just I I I was I was angry, but I didn't want to I didn't want to because I I you know my temper I've been known to to blow a gasket over <laughs> over <laughs> so, a hot dogs. They came up in hoopla yesterday. <laughs> Uh, so I, but I, I, I ran over to somebody. I said, "Hey, you know this guy. You know he just he stole my money." And then mm-hmm. they came running over and and uh, so, oh no, we're from the Jimmy Kimmel show, and um, yeah, you've been you punked. Know, yeah, basically the Jimmy Kimmel version yeah. of punked. <laughs> and then I, and then so they came out with the uh, uh, they came out with the release form. Mm-hmm. I said, "I'm not signing a release." Right. And so well, I said, "Well, you're gonna have to pay me." <laughs> right. And uh, so they're like, I'm sad after, baby. She <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, it, it was, this was a while ago, so I was just sad. But, 
but yeah, they uh, so they 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 paid me a they paid me a, a, a gave me a hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. and, uh, and I said like, okay, yeah, make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, I've been made fun of for far less. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't they have didn't they have to pay you or no? You could have signed a release. I, yeah, if I signed a release, oh okay, you know, yeah, that gives them permission. Right, right. But uh, you know, it's not like they paid me scale. Yeah. So uh, you know, it was, it was like you know. Uh, no one's no one's gonna know. I mean, but I I don't think uh, I think if I wanted to, I could have held out and tried to get scale or something like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to do anything. Else. So what what happened on Hoopla about my temper? No, actually, we were talking about um, <clears throat> Storm had got her first technical. Oh, because uh, oh. she's a, she's a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. Uh, I asked if she ever gotten thrown out of a game, and they were like, "No, that was her first technical." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's right. She couldn't, you know, if that's her first technical, yeah. she couldn't have been thrown out of a game." Right. I was like, "Damon's been thrown out of games," <laughs> and she was. They were like, "Really, Damon from your show, from the Shiznit show, Damon the Weasel?" I was like, "Yep." They were like, "I can't believe it. he seems so laid back and so mild." I was like, "Yeah, but he can." <laughs> He, he, can, he can get he can, up there. He can lose it. Yeah, he can. He can. He can lose it with the best of them. <laughs> like Damon was the coach. We do I like. Yeah, he got, he got thrown out of our uh, our church league games. Damn, <laughs> I, I got thrown out of a couple of them. Yeah, that's what I said once or twice. I said yeah. you went ham in the name of the Lord. I was like, I was like a couple times we was betting in the stands. <laughs> Scandalous. They're like, whoa, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's how it came up in Hoopla yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. What did <laughs> Storm get a T for? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No. What did Storm get a T for? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Something. Yeah. I, I actually, the, the, the time I got kicked out at Fairfax, the team came back and won. Uh, <laughs> it, was like, yeah. it was like it actually that, worked. That is true. Awesome. That's true, yeah. yeah. They were like, let's win this from Damon. That's right. <laughs> you, got him, you got the troops fired up. One one for the Gipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, I was, uh, for I the was, weasel. I was walking around outside, outside in the cold. Yeah, I, I was steamed. I was, <laughs> yeah, somebody, I was walking out and somebody said, don't be mad. I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> Well, they were Christians. They had to forgive me. You're like, Jesus, be a point guard. <laughs> Woo. Woo. All right. All right. But um, hey, we have uh, more. Uh, we actually have uh, more feedback from Fed Up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have more feedback from Fed Up. So yes, so just to remind the listeners again, fed up. She, uh, we tackled her question probably two or three shows ago, and she's given us feedback once, and then this is even more feedback since then. She was the one who um, her boyfriend slash fiance um, had a ride or die homegirl since high school who she didn't like and wanted him to basically just you know kick her to the curb for her and you know pick her over him <clears throat> and then uh, we talked about it on the show and then i talked uh, to her face to, well not face to face but i talked to her uh, live over the telephone about it and this is uh her response after the the last show uh, with the feedback hello my friend yes i did get a chance to listen in and i did take your advice uh my fiance or boyfriend and i 
uh, had a long conversation about our future as a couple. I did bring up the friendship and I basically told him that I was wrong for making him choose. Aww. He's a great person. Why would I want to rob anyone of getting to know him or of continuing a friendship? Although I'm not completely comfortable with it in time, I'm sure I'll learn to be at ease. Asking, <clears throat> excuse me, asking as she does not, oh, excuse me, seeing as she does nothing to indicate any problem, I went as far as telling him, and I sincerely meant it. When we move into our home, I would like to have a get-together for our friends. And yes, I'd like if he'd invite her. Maybe me inviting her will open a door to make our interactions more tolerable. Or at least try to show uh, an effort. He was completely shocked, by, but, did, but did thank me for considering to make, her, to make an effort. But he made he made it a point to say if she acts out of conduct or makes me or makes me feel uncomfortable after I've tried, he'll back away from the friendship because ultimately nothing is worth losing me. Oh, wow. That made me feel a lot better. But his happiness matters just as much as mine. I'm glad we can work to work through our issues and move forward as a stronger couple. Thank you for your sound advice. It was right on time. The show is awesome. I appreciate the shout out and keep it up. I'll definitely be in touch through podcasts. Thanks and God bless. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. That's I got a little tear. You know, like our little show. You know what I mean? Like we're clumped right now. Like wow. (laughs) And I told you guys she was mature. Right. That was wasn't that super mature? And and look how on both both of them on both parts, right? And see, the thing is, that's just. You know, sometimes all it does, all it takes in a relationship, swallow your pride first. Be the bigger person. You know, extend the olive branch. Exactly. And as soon as she made that effort right. to, to like, not, you know, uh, kick her to the curb or get rid of her, but make the extra effort to, again, try to extend the olive branch to her. Right. Then he came back with what she wanted to hear the whole right. time. That, right. you know what? I'm going to protect you. You are more important to me than exactly. anything else. Yeah. And which is what I know she wanted to hear the right. whole time. Exactly. But when you put it as an ultimatum, right. he wasn't coming up off of that. And this right. is not even like... It's not like he's consciously sitting there thinking right. that this is just basic human nature. Absolutely. How people just respond to certain things, right. you know, and certain, you know, actions cause certain reactions, you right. know. And when you kind of like force somebody to choose, they naturally get defensive and don't want to choose. And you're not even if they feel the way that you hope that they do. Right. You're not going to get that right. a lot of times. Well, then you're questioning like. Right. Like. I mean, I'm sure he felt even more strongly like this is a woman that I want to keep because she's the type of woman who can, you know, right. Who can right. swallow her pride. Right. Because he knows how she feels can, about her. Can, and she's right. like, wow, for me, she's willing to like, right. you know, consider my feelings, right. my happiness mm-hmm. and try to make it person. work with this girl. Yeah. So like, wow. And so right. he's like, well, you know what? Right. You know, those are the qualities that make you. Thank good, you for doing that. Right. And okay. if she does not come correct. Then don't worry about it. I got you. Right. It's over. Right. It's over because it's all about us. Right. So that that is like happy ending. Oh, you know that's serious. That's like uh, big yay. ups for that couple. Now, 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 I'm curious. Uh, did he also promise to listen to the Shiznit regular? Because <laughs> that's really what matters. You know what I'm saying? We should have. I should have stipulated to make that a condition. But I will tell Fed up. Make sure 
your uh your uh your dude yeah your dude gets gets put onto the show (laughs) so i can say that is the one benefit of having three middle-aged people you know we we have some wisdom some wisdom exactly we have been through some shit you know we have been through some shit for better or for worse right all right, so Charlie Bill, go ahead and hit us up with uh, this week's question. And this week's question is from a man yeah, for a change. Yeah, I was going to say, this week's question is from a dude. Yeah. Man. And what a question it is. Okay. Mr. Tell-It-All asked, My boy brought his new girl over to the house that he's been bragging on for the past few weeks. She mm. is fun and she is fine, like he say, but I guess she would be since she's the stripper that everyone has at their bachelor party. Oh, Just boy. Marry the pussy. Mm. As soon as she walked in, I knew who she was. I've been to at least three bachelor parties that she danced at, and she don't just dance. She sends the grooms off with a bang. Know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So that's my boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all he like. (laughs) That's all he put. So that's my boy, and I wanted to tell him, but my wife was around the whole time, so I couldn't, because then she would know I was at the parties. (laughs) (laughs) I put that part in. (laughs) That's my editorial comment. Yeah, that Um, was obvious. (laughs) So I couldn't say anything about that and mess up my house. But after that night, I seen how happy he was. And I don't know if I should bust his bubble. I mean, wouldn't you want to know? Should I put him up on game or approach her with it or what? Yeah, this is is an interesting one. And I'm going to answer this as if I was the dude. Which dude? I was the dude who had the the the, the, the stripper slash hooker uh, new girlfriend. Right. And I would want to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the kind of person that, you know, I know some, and I don't think, I don't think dude relationships usually happen that way. Where the, because ha- I've had sometimes with dealing with women, I have lost friends for for being the you know uh the being the messenger of mm-hmm. bad news and it, I have lost friends they have taken it out on me and I lost friends but it hurt at the time for a long time but after a while because this one person I'm thinking of in particular was like she was a really good friend yeah a really good friend I really love this girl and but I think of it as like well fuck it if she was willing to cut me off for having her back, then what she wasn't right. that good of a friend anyway, right, right, right. you know, so right. fuck it, you know, that's, right. it is what it is. So that's, that's how I, I feel like you just looking after the person, you just telling them what you know, you're not, you know, I would want to know, I would want to be told and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it out on my boy. If he told me, I wouldn't be upset with him. Yeah, you wouldn't, uh, but some people I, might, but like I said, if, if, if he is, if he does, then he's not that good of a boy anyway. I would, I would, <clears throat> I would try to find out if he knows. I would. I would, mm, I would that, try. Yeah. I would try. I, I would. I would. You know, ask him where he met, where they met. Uh, if you know, um, if uh, you know. Okay. If he doesn't know, then what? Well, I mean, I, I tell other tell under any circumstances. Okay. That's that's my point of view. Mm-hmm. But I would. You know, really? I would try. Yeah, you you have to because yeah, that's it, the dudes we want. We want to know. It's, some, it's something that'll come up. And if and if she's a stripper in like his same group of friends that they that they all right know who she it's like it, I mean when he finds out because he's 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 gonna find out right eventually but yeah it's you know whether it's if now or ten years from now yeah 
And, you know, if he already knows now and wants to deal with everyone, you know, having been with her, then if he can handle that, that's fine. Right. Um, but uh, but for him not to know and be the the fool in the room yeah. where everybody else knows. Because I, I think he would be more upset if he found out and then finds out that everybody else knew. Yeah. And uh, That would be very humiliating. Yeah. I had yeah. A, you know, I had a, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I had a similar kind of situation yeah i I was gonna say i had a a friend who uh basically he was with a he was with a girl he was in love with her and uh this was back in high school and uh apparently uh uh one of you know one of his friends came up to him said uh hey man it's cool right you know uh, because he didn't uh, you know the guy didn't know how he felt he was like you know you get some we get some and it turned out that she, you know, was 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 kind of loose, and the dude was like, "Oh, it was like he didn't take it out on his friend, though." You know, it was like, right. you know, I he wanted to know, but even though it was painful, once he found out, right. And, um, I, I just, I would just like, I would tread easily. I would try and find mm-hmm. a, a an easy way. I wouldn't just go say, "Hey, man, your your woman a hoe." You know, yeah, I, would, yeah, I wouldn't do not, something. That's like never. That. A good, yeah, no, that's that's not good. Yeah, but never a good just, approach. <laughs> What, what what do you say, Charlie Bell? So I mm. guess I differ with you because I've seen the outcome mm. the other way. And you would just like ignore it? No, like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't ignore it. But this is what I think. One, I think that at some point I would bring it up with her and let her know that I knew and say, look, I don't know what you kind of relationship you have. I don't know what your level of, you know, how much you guys have talked about your background experience, but I'm letting you know that this is a known thing in our circle, and I would suggest you approach it with your man because it is going to come to him. Without me saying I'm going to tell him, like she needs to be on the alert that it's going to manifest. And so hopefully I would give her the opportunity to say it to him first. So that's what I would do. And also, um, to me, the big questions are like, yeah, one... Look, I think um, this is to me. This gets to a bigger point. To me, like people see what they want to see in relationships, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of like drugs. It's kind of like drugs. Like to me, you could tell people, "Look, dr- man, you you weigh seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. Your teeth are all falling out. You know, you're fucked up." But until they are ready to get off drugs, they're not trying to hear you, mm-hmm. right? And I had a friend who, and the, the drug and the sex thing kind of went together in this mm-hmm. particular case. So she was dating this guy. He, he he was a crumb bomb, a loser, a tweaker, you know, crystal meth addict. We all knew. Everyone was telling him, like, dude, you're throwing your life away on this motherfucker. He's 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 just a loser. You're just it's bad, right? But she she ignored her friends. She isolated from her friends and got more with the guy as much as she could until the point where, you know, and this is going to tell you the date of the story. She found a copy of a VHS tape with her boyfriend in gay porn, mm-hmm. you know, on the cover of gay porn. So until like she had to be confronted with it at that level before she would accept it from. So even though people were telling her the truth, people were saying, you know, what was going on, she wasn't ready to accept it. And so to me, I see what you're saying, but that's not the, the, the question is from the guy who is like, it's my boy. Should I tell him? Right, and so that's 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 a, a whole another different thing that you're talking about. Well, but what I'm saying is the dynamic is it could could be at place in play. So to me, should you tell him? I don't know if you should or not. I well, wouldn't. I yeah. would not. But I would address it with the with the woman, mm-hmm. and no, then I would not do that. and then maybe maybe at a, maybe later down the road I might decide to tell him. But that wouldn't be the my first thing. My mm-hmm. first thing would be to try to 
stay out of it and hope that they work it out themselves. Because also, you're kind of judging. Like, maybe he doesn't give a shit, you know? No, well, it's that, not that, judging. That, you, yeah, all you're doing is letting him know. Yeah, that's why That's why I said you find out what he knows. Yeah. No, I think that's the key. I think that is important. But, but at some point, I mean, you have to you have to let him know, you know? Yeah. And uh, especially. Yeah, I feel like my relationship is with him, not with his woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to go to her and talk to her, you know. No, I'm not. I'm going to talk to my boy. Yeah. I'm going to talk to my boy and I'm just going to and if he wants to be with her and it's, it's all good. I mean, I got his back, but I just don't want him running around, you know, being a fool that don't know, yeah. you know, um, and if and if he can deal with it and he wants to, to ride with her, then that's cool. And I got his back, but I'm going to tell him I'm not that dude. I'm not that that dude that's not going to say anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm just that's just not me. I mean. I don't know. It just reminds me of uh, mutual coworker. Actually, he was my boss when we back when we used to work together. I noticed that whenever I would speak to him in his cube, I would go to speak to him. Um, I would stand on his left side. He wouldn't hear me, and I noticed like it was it was it was pretty noticeable that he was having hearing trouble in his left ear, and so I was out to lunch with some other people not you which was i because usually i was out to lunch with you in those days but um some other people uh and i brought it up i was like you know do you think he knows I, i'm worried about him i should probably say something to him because he may not know you know what i mean because that's one of those things that you may not notice right you know, like he doesn't know i'm there until he knows i'm there right so he doesn't know i said his name five times right, or right, right. whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know, and I know that time is of the essence with those things, you Absolutely. know, you know, a lot of times if they catch it soon enough, it can be saved, or reversed or whatever. It's like right. Foxy Brown. Right. Exactly. And they were all like, oh, no, don't say it. Every, every last, it was like four or five guys, girls. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, no, no, that's embarrassing. No, no, no. I was like, what's embarrassing about it? He could have a, some sort of medical condition mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Right. I mean, embarrassing for who? For me? For him? I mean. And and even if it is embarrassing, what's a little embarrassment versus someone's hearing right. somebody who versus I the good care about? Do. Right. Yeah. So, um, fortune. I mean, I was gonna. I was like, "Fuck y'all, y'all stupid," and that was bad advice. And I'm gonna tell him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna because I'm worried about him, and I don't want him to fucking lose his hearing. And you know, I find out he's deaf in one ear because, and I could have said something to help right. him or something. Right, right, right. You know, but before I could tell him. Um, he mentioned that he, you know, he knew he had a hearing problem, right? He knew about it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to say anything, mm-hmm. but yeah, he mentioned that, he, you know, no, so. I mean, I, I definitely get the impulse of wanting to protect your friend and have their back and give them the right information. I but just, people are so fucking afraid of being a little uncomfortable. No, I don't think sometimes about, you know, mm-hmm. was like, Oh, that's an, that's an awkward, awkward, yeah. awkward for me. It wouldn't you know? be. Yeah. No, no. For me, it would not be the awkwardness. I'm very comfortable with that. I'm, I'm kind of known if you hadn't guessed for, you know, being willing to do confrontation, I can do that. <laughs> but, um, so that's not the issue in this case. It's not the confrontation of it. It's just the fact that I've seen, um, w- then when the person, needs the friendship to be in play when you need the person to have your back sometimes you've driven them away at that point so i mean look i'm not saying your way is wrong mine's right i'm just saying based on my life experience that's what you would do. i yeah what i would do is mm. probably take a less direct approach initially maybe mm. i would directly approach it later but initially i would try to stay out of it 
but yet create some kind of leverage for them to work it out between themselves. So that's my that's what I would do. Mm. But I understand your point. I don't I don't think look, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, bottom line. <laughs> but um I'm well possibly. I don't think it necessarily it could be a necessarily a, a damn well, damned not, if you do uh, not, not situation. Damned. Let's say not damned, but let's say that even in the best case scenario, like you said, it's going to be an awkward conversation. <laughs> right. And see, there it is. Really? There in lies. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. But I'm not like, saying to, that's, that's the reason. That's not like, to, but that's like to you, that's like a con. No, that's no, no. Like, I'm not saying that that's the reason not to do it. I'm just saying that you, you got to go into it knowing that that's. Well, I think, I think that's obvious. That's, right. that's what's what, why people won't go into it. Right. Not. You know, not knowing that, I mean, right. that's the obvious part. Right. Yeah. So, well, nope, the best but. best case scenario, they work it out between themselves. Yeah. But you need to find out whether or not he knows, and yeah. you know, and and if he doesn't know, you got to inform him. So, Mister Tell It, Tell It All, Tell It was 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 he calling yeah. himself Tell It All? Yeah. So, Mister Tell It All, that's the advice from the Shiznit crew, brother. Uh, good keep luck. Keep us posted. Let us know yes. what happens. Yes. Keep us posted. Good luck with that. And I hope all the best. I hope you, you know, you and your boy, you know, stay cool with this. And uh, yeah, I kind of feel bad. I feel bad for uh, more so for his boy than for anything. I mean, assuming that he doesn't know, because I mean, he may know. So I don't know. Maybe we, we're we're stressing over nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, all right, let's get into some of this mailing stuff. You've got mail. Okay, well, let's see. In this this mail or feedback, it should actually be called feedback segment because that's what it is. It's not really so much mail per se, but a lot of feedback. Um, one thing we have to cover, special, special shout out to Chaz Samuel. Or Charles Samuel Jr. He is, uh, in case you guys, the, the name might sound familiar. I've given him shout outs before. He is a super fan who has been upgraded from a super fan to he's part. He's actually part of the Shiznit show crew behind the scenes. My hey. man is, um, he is in charge of keeping fresh content on our Facebook pages, the Shiznit Show and Red Rock Podcast. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's really been really flowing with all the articles and different things. He actually um, sometimes uh, has, you know, because of that, he actually contributes to some of the stuff that we talk about. Um, I believe um, some of the stories from the last couple shows are shows I've gotten uh, by way of Chaz. So shout out to Chaz. Give him a big up. He's the same one that's in Hawaii, uh, uh, Charlie Bell. Yeah, and he's in. um, He said, "Let me see if I can find it real quick." But he told me where he is right now. I am kind of envious of him. Sounds like he's on this cool trip. He's on a college trip with his son. Oh, nice. Yeah, his son is uh, going to be a, a freshman in college, and the University of Hawaii. He's a um, well, no, they're on. They're here in the contiguous U.S. Oh, okay. Going going on a road trip from college to college. Hmm. So, um, and uh, while they're on their road trip, they uh, listen to the Shiznit Show as and as as well as other podcasts. But uh, the Shiznit Show is one of their favorites. So, uh, shout out to uh, Chaz Junior and 
Chaz the third, who I named Trey. So from now on, when he's referred to on this show, he's going to be called Trey. I was like, how do you not call him Trey? He's the third. <laughs> how do you not? He's like, we should call him that. I'm like, yeah, why don't you? <laughs> That's funny. And uh, yeah, he said something about. Uh, oh, he liked uh, he liked when Charlie Bell was talking about the unicorn grilled unicorn uh, ass sandwiches. <laughs> oh, said grilled got- unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to start the show off saying that I had uh, a grilled unicorn burger. Uh, <laughs> you said, did you say uh, grilled unicorn is a uh, pussy off the wax chain? Uh, <laughs> off the chain wax. Off the chain <laughs> wax. Okay. It's right. pussy on the chain wax. Pussy on the chain wax <laughs> is how you grill unicorn. I got you. <laughs> well, I just think it's super cool that he listens to the show with his son and they're like on this college road trip and everything. Yes. That that's very cool. Like, I, and apparently he's not offended by the word "pussy" <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> in front of his son. We, we'll know soon enough, right? I know, right? <laughs> nope, he's not. He's a real cool dude. He's a real cool brother. But anyway, so that's what's up with um, with Chaz Samuel Jr., our uh, Facebook editor. And then I had, oh yeah, this is some more. Uh, some more Charlie Bell feedback right here. Oh, Yo, I'm going to need you to hit me with uh, Charlie Bell's phone number so I can sext her a little bit, you know, since she get turned on by, by text messages. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, after that episode where uh, you and and Tati B was talking about y'all get turned on by text messaging. Oh, that's that, that's, that's Latone Hart from the 730 show. Big up to Latone Hart. Ah. For those, of, for those of you who don't remember, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Seven, 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 ninety-three, eleven. <laughs> oh, baby, can't you see I'm coming from? <laughs> All right, so that is it for this week. So we will see you guys next week. Um, I think we have a special guest next week, and uh, we have, I think, D Honey's in studio, guest hosting, filling in for Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell is going to be hanging out with her uh, 92-year-old grandmother. 92-year-old grandmother, so um, happy happy uh, birthday, grandmother. And she looks good, too. She showed us a picture. I swear, the lady looks like she's like 60, for real, though. <laughs> I mean, looks like she's still got a job. <laughs> For real, Charlie Bell I mean, got some good jeans, y'all. She do. She got some good jeans. She feel out them jeans too. You see her? What she feeling out them jeans? Oh, she's feeling out them she jeans. Feeling out man. them jeans. I'm actually 75. <laughs> okay. Only a hairdresser knows for sure. <laughs> That's right. All right, everybody. Oh, oh, I was almost about to be remiss. Remiss. Before we go, shout out big, 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 big shiznit. Shout out. To the mighty, mighty DR, and that does not stand for Dino Red this time. That is for the Dominican Republic. We have blown the fuck up over there. What? Yes, I mean insane. So, um, we're like baseball now. Like the last five episodes, they have more downloads there than even in the U.S. I see, se puede. I mean, they more than more than L.A. More than. Wow, we've never we've never had any place come close to the U.S. has always been eighty percent of our downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, they're well over that, well well over fifty um, percent for the last five episodes. We've never had another city 
um, take Los, Los Angeles off the map. It's always been, uh, I think, the closest, maybe 46% or something like that. But uh, the capital, Santo Domingo over there, mm-hmm. they have knocked L.A. out of the number one spot what? for downloads. So they are digging the shiznit. So, hey. hola, mami. <laughs> hola. Entonces tenemos que hablar en español por yeah. la próxima vez. What she said. Uh, <laughs> remember Charlie Bell? We almost went to the DR together. I know. You remember you invited me that time? Yeah. Back, back way back in the day before back I got married I told y'all I could have hit that y'all thought I was oh playing oh my god you know she was my trying my boyfriend to, was going was to, to <laughs> whatever <laughs> he was like, coming on the like I was too. worried about that <laughs> motherfucker fuck that nigga <laughs> I'd kick his ass and take Charlie Bell mm. <laughs> anywho Charlie Bell was scamming trying to get up on some Dino mm-hmm, trying to get me to the, the Dominican Republic trying to get me out the country and then okay. was gonna seduce me like, like, revisionist <laughs> history <laughs> That's against the law, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish Taking I really, really wish I had uh, been able to make that trip. Did you ever go? Never went to the DR. You didn't go. I wish we had. A, I wish we had made that trip. That would have yeah. been so much fun. Yeah. Well, it's not too late. Another trip. Yeah, but it's not the same now, Mary. No. <laughs> <laughs> I also wish I uh, had made the Philippines. Uh, Ricardo wanted to take me to the Philippines. Oh yeah. I wish I had made that trip too. And he balls over there, so that would have oh, yeah. been real chill. <laughs> hmm So anyway, okay. Now I'm glad I did not forget my uh, our. Uh, our Dominican peeps. Hey. Big ups to you guys. San Pedro de Macari. And uh, so with that, uh, we are out of here. So for uh, Damon the Weasel Stanford, for Charlie Bell, I'm Dino Red. Telling you to tell somebody about the Shiznit Show. Holla. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. 7.30. Come experience pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. On the 7.30 show with me, Latone Hart. Ooh, I, I need my cigar on this. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Betamax, and VHS. Yo, what's up with your boy? I'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup. No, I don't need no damn medicine. Latone Hart, he may need medicine. Check me out on the 7.30 show podcast. Ooh.